0: Welcome to Before the Business, a podcast dedicated to telling the origin stories of entrepreneurs. My name is Craig Swiston. Former management consultant turned entrepreneur, Nima Murpurian leverages his years in social research, talent acquisition, and technology consulting to grow the influence of creators and executives on social media. Nima is the founder of Will Be Live, a multimedia talent management company purpose-built to increase the social presence of creators and executives and help them explore new opportunities. Please join me in welcoming Nima Murpuri. Hi, Nima. Thanks for scheduling time to talk with me today. Nima, when people ask, how do you describe your business? So, We'll Be Live is a talent management agency that focuses
1: on elevating the voice of creators and executives on social platforms. Two platforms that we've been dedicated to growing influence under uh, has been LinkedIn and YouTube. We partner with individuals that have a presence on either one of those platforms and grow their influence, meaning either subscribership or follower count, and take that attention that they've built on that platform and try to build other businesses off the platform.
0: So just so I'm clear, the clients that you're working with are people that have a regular business or have a regular vocation, and they're trying to branch off and do other things with the notoriety that they've gained online through LinkedIn and YouTube? I mean, if you were to
1: think about a YouTuber that has, say, 100,000 subscribers on their channel, they do video very well, um, and they've mastered that, but there reaches a point where there's an opportunity that's presented to them in a sponsorship capacity uh, where they can make revenues through advertising dollars. Many creators aren't necessarily skilled at either negotiating or managing the flow of those types of opportunities. That's where we come in. We help them grow their revenues with strategic partners that would make sense in a uh, sponsorship capacity. We also help with hiring the right people that they might need to launch a a new video um, or find the best editors, allowing for more space in order for them to create, but also activating talent that can help them. Get to that goal quicker,
0: but in addition to bringing them talent, are you also bringing them ideas that can help them get to their goals quicker?
1: Yes, I mean ultimately um, we don't want to be the largest talent management agency out there, right? We are focused on a subset of creators that are essentially looking to be the next Disney's of our generation. I grew up on YouTube. Uh, I listened to radio for some time and and TV, but the majority of the time that I spent, just to give you my origin story, was on YouTube, consuming content. I was the guy that when people come over, I, I would ask, did you see this clip? And what about this clip? And what about this clip? And then they naturally ask, how, how do you know all this about like these random stuff that no one else has any insight into? And it's just because I lived on it. There were people, individuals, that we're building on YouTube quietly and those individuals started to gain notoriety they they built a community and i was working in corporate for more than 9 years while you know spending my waking hours outside of work on YouTube watching these individuals grow their channel and when the pandemic hit it was a moment really for me to step back and realize that I'm already doing this. This is my passion. I love the ability for individuals to build their brands online and use it for 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 good. Use this attention for good. And the reason why I started Will Be Live is because I realized that the power of the individual has the potential to be the next Disney of our generation. And so these creators on YouTube are no longer just YouTubers. There are full-fledged businesses with a media arm, a production arm, a, you know, merch arm,
0: uh, potentially a charitable arm. In terms of the creators that you're working with, is there a sweet spot for you?
1: Yeah, I think over all platforms, the the sweet spot would be somewhere in the range of twenty to 30,000 uh, subscribers or followers. We've broken our... Business up into to three categories, right? The first being influence, the second being creation, and the third being really social media management support. Influence has to do with revenue generation um, from sponsorships, uh, potential partnerships with other creators, you know, YouTube and Google partnerships. There, I, I do also want to mention that we. Focus solely on family-friendly content creators in the talent that we represent. And um, that's essentially one side of our business. The other is creation. So taking that that presence that the individual has and building other businesses off the backs of it, that would require talent managers to help support with uh, conversations um, and hiring, finance and accounting. So we have a, a number of uh, channel partners in that capacity where we lean on in order to help support the growth of our creators and the creation capacity. And then third is the, the personal brand uh, side of our business, which is part of you know, essentially a social media management arm. And that, is, that team's made up of content managers, copywriters, social data scientists, And we really focus on, you know, LinkedIn as a platform.
0: So that's where your business is now. But before there was a business, can you walk through the process between having the idea to start this business and actually getting up and running?
1: Yeah, the process of of ideation was an interesting one because there were so many ideas out there. And I knew, you know, ideas are a dime a dozen. I think one of the strengths that I really leaned on early on in my career was building a group of like-minded professionals around me that had the same interests. And that interest just so happened to be entrepreneurship. I cultivated those relationships. And when it came time for me to really look to the best idea, I, I leaned on them and got perspective around how they saw my idea unfold. I had a plan. I've done a ton of research, and to the point where there were at least twenty tabs in a Google sheet around that research that I did. I mean, I, my background's in cell biology, and I, I go deep. People, you know, my friends know me as Nima, the guy that goes deep, right? And and so because of that, I um I felt like I was prepared, and when I leaned into my network and community. Um, they started poking holes in
0: my idea. How did you cultivate, or how did you build that network or that community that that you could then turn to for input and advice? There were individuals that I
1: followed their blog posts. I mean, one being Ramit Sethi uh, who wrote a book. I will teach you. Be- I will teach you to be rich. You know, there was there was frameworks of thought that he provided in his blog that were just so refreshing to me. One of which was this concept of champagne dinners where individuals would go out and have an opportunity to meet with people, learn about their world. Um, And, and it was such a novel thought for me because coming out of school, there was only a a group of individuals that were considered my friends. So proactively reaching out and learning about, what these people do, having dinners with them, having lunches was a huge focus of mine. I naturally gravitated towards connecting with individuals that had similar interests in building businesses. And, you know, from there, I I, I launched this thank you dinner.
0: So launching the thank you dinner allowed you to cultivate relationships with people that were interested in similar things. How important were those people? Could Could the business be where it is today without the input, advice, and support of that team that you had assembled over the course of many years?
1: Not at all. No. In fact, in my lowest points in building this business, it was those people that um, knew me to be an individual that, you know, in some way they connected with that helped me out, right? It was because of those individuals that I was able to gain perspective. But without perspective, without going out and talking with people and falling flat on my face and iterating out of that, getting perspective from others that have done the same, um, I was able to slowly grow this business.
0: So I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is this like building a board of directors before you actually even have a business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean... These, these people that I would invite to my thank you dinners were in many ways my confidants, right? They were my conciliaries before I even knew what the word meant. You know, it's like we had a common interest. And because of that, I was very intentional to build a working relationship with them. You know, starting out at corporate, I thought my life, at work and my life at home should be very different. But that can't be farther from the truth because now my friends are the people I work with. One of the largest reasons why I chose the structure in which we run Will Be Live in a decentralized manner is because I wanted to work with people that I liked working with, that I can consider my friends.
0: It seems like a lot of the decisions you've made for will Be Live have been done with intention and purpose. Do you have any advice for somebody who maybe is thinking about starting a business, thinking about following in your footsteps on the path to becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah. You know, the one piece of advice that I, I think about often um, when I like rewind and, and, and think about how I grew this business, or at the very least... My missteps and what I would do differently now is if there's an idea that I have in my mind, I try to execute that idea as soon as possible with the least amount of money. This is, this is not a new concept, right? It's like, what's your minimal viable product? And how quickly can you test that to a subset of a population and get information so that it will then inform your next step. I think too often we get caught up on the idea and we do a lot of, no, this is my idea, I'm I'm not gonna share. And what people don't realize is that there's no such thing as a new idea. Timing has a big part in all of this and the people you surround yourself with have a huge part in, in the success of that idea. So I think, Testing is a big part in ultimately seeing whether or not you actually have something.
0: Is there anything else that's helped you balance kind of the pressures of being an entrepreneur, the pressures of starting a new business, uh, especially as you've gone through a transition in your career?
1: One of the things that's helped me in dealing with the most challenging moments in, in running um, any one of my businesses has been rock climbing you know for the last I want to say fifteen years I've been climbing indoors and I had a chance five years ago to to do a couple trips, the gift that the mountains gave me was clarity. It allowed me to find my anchor, something that no one can touch. And I fundamentally believe that a lot of the times we're so close to the problem that In many ways, we just need a little moment to connect with nature and get perspective around how we're thinking, what we're thinking about, or maybe not even thinking, just being present. When I had the chance to go to Golden BC and climb the Bugaboos, it was a moment for me to disconnect from all my thoughts. I feel like no matter what problems come my way, I'll always have an outlet to ground me.
0: So, is a lot of this just about finding the right balance?
1: A lot of people don't talk about the mental strain that might be a part of that whole process. My suggestion is whenever you do feel that, to find your anchor. Maybe it's nature, maybe it's something else, but don't lose sight of that. It's not always about the, you know, hustle, 5 a.m. wake up, 13, 14, 16 hour days, right? Like you need to also recognize that your mind and body needs an outlet in order to disconnect from all that and, and reconnect with something that can give you perspective on life.
0: Nima, thanks so much for sharing your story and words of wisdom with the audience. Uh, your company again is will be live. If people want to check it out online, it is at willbelive.com. If you like listening to the origin stories of entrepreneurs, please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with your family and friends. For more origin stories, check out the full collection at beforethebusiness.com.